The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living. We have a great hour for you today, diverse and interesting. And in the first half hour, we are talking about the IDF, which is the Israel Defense Force. And we're talking with two young people who are with the IDF, and they are here in New England, actually, in our country. And their mission is to support their country, Israel, around the world. And their mission is Stand With Us. It's an international nonprofit organization that believes that education is the road to peace. They are dedicated to informing the public about Israel and to combating the extremism and anti-Semitism that distorts the issues. And that's what we're going to talk about today with both of them. My guests on the phone are Lital, who is a journalist and anchor for a news website in Israel. She's proud of her service in the IDF, Israeli Defense Force, in which she strongly believes uh, that we, we need to be more honest in our portrayal of the media around the world, that it's uh, often false. And then with us also on the phone is Alad, who was born in Israel, lived four and a half years in California. He has served in the IDF and is an, is an officer in Kogat, which is the coordination of government activities in the territories. And he's on a recent alumnus of the 2013 Stand With Us Israel Fellowship. All right. And he's now studying economics and management at Ben-Gurion University. Welcome both, Lital and Elad. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having us. Good. Good. Good to have you both. Um, Either one, jump in. I think maybe, Lital, from the broad perspective, explain what you're trying to do with Stand With Us. Well, uh, Stand With Us, uh, as you said at the, at the opening, is, uh, is an organization that, uh, that's uh, focused on, uh, on, on, on educating people about Israel. Um, there's a lot of, uh, of people in America and uh, across the world who, uh, who just uh, get information about Israel from the international media and, and doesn't really know uh, what Israel is all about, what Israel, uh, um, what Israel is, is like, is really is. And uh, and uh, and we came here on a on a tour called uh, ISS tour, Israeli Soldier Stories, to basically give a different uh, view, a different face to uh, to the IDF, to uh, what people think that uh, the IDF uh, looks like or sounds like, and um, and and that's the the main goal of of our tour. You can see uh, usually around March and April uh, around uh, colleges in the United States. Um, um, 
pro-Palestinian students are uh, organizing uh, an apartheid week, which, uh, which is uh, a whole week where they're trying to uh, explain to students how Israel is an apartheid state, how Israel is... Uh, is um, is uh, is is the is the bad uh, the bad side of the story, and uh, and we're we're here to to tell our our story to tell the truth to tell what's really uh, happening and and what what it is like to to be to serving uh, in the in the IDF. All right, and Alad, let's go to you about that. What would you say are some of the common prejudices about the Arab-Israeli conflict? Well, uh, the, there's a long list of those, uh, but if we if we look at the the main things. Um, then we would see that people uh, look at this conflict as a simple black and white, uh, weak and strong, um, always the Palestinians being the weak and, and, and poor uh, people. Um, and and when, when, you, when you sink into uh, the conflict, then you learn that the situation is not, is not as it seems. Another thing that a lot of people don't know is that Israel, in Israel, there's a vibrant... Uh, uh, democracy and, and minorities and, and full minority rights. Uh, for instance, in my university, right next to me, uh, could sit a Bedouin uh, minority or, or any other uh, minority, total religious freedom. Um, these are things that a lot of people just don't know about Israel, and that brings us to the mission and to why we're here. It's to educate about Israel. It's to let the, those who just don't know uh, give them the facts and, and show them what Israel really is. So, so I, I want to move to Latal. Latal, what would be the best outcome? You can't, you're coming here, you're going to speak to groups. What would be the best outcome of your visit here in the States about supporting Israel around the world and stand with us? In my eyes, the, the best outcome is to, to get people to use, uh, use their tools in order to help us uh, spreading the truth. I'm not even asking them to, to stand uh, with Israel, just stand by the truth. Uh, use your social media, use uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and whenever anything is happening in Israel and you see how the, uh, how the international media or your friends on campus uh, is, uh, is presenting the situation, just go online, uh, search for the for the story from the Israeli perspective, uh, after after they, they have the opportunity to actually meet and speak to to Israelis, um, to to do that online, to because today the social media has uh, uh, so uh, so much power to change uh, people's uh, perspective, and uh, and, uh, and and for me, if, uh, if if I have one person that sits in my uh, presentation and his uh, perspective about Israel and Israelis has changed, uh, that's, uh, that's a success. So really what you're saying here is do not just listen to what you hear on the news or in the media. Do your own research. Go on Facebook. Go on LinkedIn. And, and, and really get all of the facts, not just the ones that we're publicly hearing on mainstream media. I think that's what you're saying. Exactly, exactly. All right. So, Ilad or Lital, I'd like you to state one issue that you think has been grossly exaggerated or not told truthfully and tell us the truth. Just pick one that you think would interest a lot of us here. Okay. Um, I'd like to answer that. Um, I think if we look not not long time ago, last summer, we had, uh, we had Operation Protective Edge in Gaza, um, which, you know, you open CNN and you think, that the big aggressor is, is you know, killing uh, kids uh, in Gaza for no particular reason. But if you look, if you look at, at why 
or, or what started this whole situation, then you need to look back and you see that three Israeli youngsters were kidnapped uh, in the West Bank by Hamas, Murder. slaughtered, and then left on, on a field. And then rocket fired, uh, ro- rocket firing started from the southern part, from Gaza, from the Gaza Strip, southern Israel. Um, the rocket, daily rocket firing started, and basically Israel was pulled into, an, into another conflict, into mm-hmm. another summer of Israeli kids being in bomb shelters in the southern part of Israel and also in the central part of Israel. Um, and this is something that we didn't want to go into, but we were pulled by... Hamas, by the terror organization, funded by world uh, terror organizations and funded by everything from Iran to, uh, to uh, Qatar. Um, yeah, and, and I must agree with, uh, what, with what a lot is saying because both of my parents are living in Ashdod, uh, getting rockets uh, in the past uh, 16 years, and, and you don't hear uh, in the international media even speaking about it. Uh, the fact that uh, this, is, this is their uh, day-to-day lives uh, only when there is a, a big operation in Gaza and Israel uh, decided to, to react, all of a sudden uh, the entire world uh, started yes. to, starting to, uh, to put focus on it. And, uh, and as Alad said, even though, uh, even through a uh, protective edge operation, uh, we uh, sat in shelters, uh, uh, even, uh, even uh, south, uh, north to, to Ashdod, even in Tel Aviv, for, uh, for a whole month. Um, and, uh, and yet again, no one uh, was, speaking, uh, was speaking about our situation. No one was speaking about the fact that Israel uh, asked for, uh, from the Hamas six times, uh, uh, Israel asked for ceasefire, and the Hamas just said no. Let me ask you the big question from where both of you sit. I mean, you're, you're here and you're there and you've seen both sides. You've been in this country. You're certainly in, in Israel. Do you see hope for peace? It's a big question. But if the answer is yes, where does it have to start? Where, where does the hope lie? Either one or both. Yes. Well, um, for sure, I can I can tell you that uh, I see hope for peace. Um, I'm participating in in, a, in a, I participated in a few uh, Israeli uh, Palestinians uh, uh, meetings or programs where we met uh, Palestinians and, and talked to them like once once in a month in Jerusalem. And and I think that you can pick uh, any Israeli and he, he would have uh, tell you the same uh, uh, hopes of, of of yearning yearning for peace. But uh, unfortunately, at the moment, uh, I feel that on the other side, uh, um, at the moment, we, we don't really have a peace partner. I mean, when we see that, um, that uh, the head of the Palestinian Authority is uh, signing uh, an agreement with the Hamas, with, uh, with uh, uh, signing a coalition with the Hamas, a terror organization, or uh, giving uh, social security to, to the families of, 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 uh, of terrorists in the West Bank, naming streets after, after, after terrorists, then, uh, then uh, I don't see how, how this is uh, supposed to change. When Israel is uh, wanting to sit down and negotiate, his first demand was first release uh, terrorists, uh, people who killed, who committed uh, uh, and planned uh, suicide bomb attacks. That was his first, uh, first uh, 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 wish. And I think that uh, that's, that's the first thing that has to change, along together with uh, the Palestinian Authority recognizing uh, our rights uh, to, 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 to exist, the state of Israel, right. recognizing the state of Israel. I, all I right. Elad, what are your I feelings think, about this? I think you can, sum, uh, you can sum all of this in a, in a sentence uh, said by Golda Meir, uh, the Yom Kippur uh, uh, prime minister in Israel. She said, 
peace will come when the Arabs, as she said, uh, will love the, their children more than they hate us. So I think when uh-huh. that day will come, uh, uh-huh. we will see difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will see uh, a change, maybe. Uh, it all it all starts with education. Um, if a, if yeah. a kid in the Palestinian Authority in in elementary school opens his books, his history books, and he doesn't see the state of Israel because it's not in the book, it does not exist in the in the learning books, then I think that's a problem. And when that will change, we will see a larger change in the region. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Elad and to Lital, and they are with the Stand With Us, which is an international nonprofit organization uh, which is supporting Israel around the world, and they believe that education is the road to peace, and they are here to talk to us in our country about the Arab-Israeli conflict and how can we move toward peace, and I'm very honored to interview them both. Uh, and when we come back, we will we can take your questions, but we also will be here and we'll be interviewing them right after the break. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Women can live their lives to the fullest and realize their dreams for growth and greatness. Georgine Summers knows. As host of On the Edge, Georgine will give you powerful tools and rules to help you change direction in your life and get rid of the fears that stop you from living your dreams. Stretch your boundaries and become the amazing person you've always wanted to be. On the Edge with Georgine Summers airs live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back to Patricia Raskin Positive Living. Um, We are talking about supporting Israel around the world and the Stand With Us organization, which is an international nonprofit organization that believes that education is the road to peace. They are dedicated to informing the public about Israel to combat the extremism and anti-Semitism that often distorts the image. And we have with us two Israelis, 
Alital, who was a journalist and anchor for a news website in Israel. She was born in Ashkelon, a coastal city in southern Israel, served as a combat soldier in the border police unit of the IDF. And with her is Elad, who was born in Israel, and he lived four and a half years in California growing up. He served as an officer in the Kogat Coordination of Government Activities in the Territories, which coordinates aid to Palestinians in the West Bank and Gaza. Uh, welcome back both, Lital and Elad. All right, hi, um, hi. both of you, my question is, tell us about what the IDF really is, what it does. You both served in it, the purpose what it's doing to help Israel and and to help people around the world, the Israeli Defense Force. Uh, okay, go ahead, Elad. So basically, Israel Defense Forces, as as it sounds, it's there to protect the state of Israel, all civilians of the state of Israel, uh, whether they are Jews or minorities. Um, the this is the body that defends uh, the state of Israel. Now, in, in, inside the IDF, just like any other uh, military, you have a lot of branches and a lot of, uh, uh, from Air Force to Navy to uh, all, the regular, uh, all the regular branches. I served in a pretty interesting unit called Coordination of Government Activities in the Territories, which mm-hmm. is a unit basically uh, with the main purpose of minimizing the effect of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict on mm-hmm. civilian population on uninvolved uh, civilian population. Uh, I served in just next to the Gaza Strip uh, in the southern part of uh, the country and also in the city of uh, Hebron, which is a very complex city. And what Uh, did you do, Elad? Explain some of the things that you did. All right. This unit basically uh, is in between the Israeli side and the Palestinian side, meaning uh, anything uh, from uh, health issues to security issues, civil issues, um, anything that you can think of, of, of day-to-day life, uh, we coordinated. We would sit together, uh, officers from the Palestinian side and officers from the Israeli side, um, coordinating daily matters, daily humanitarian matters, um, and, and finger, figuring out solutions to uh, problems that rise up. Uh, my first position was in the Gaza Strip, which uh, we, uh, in the Gaza Strip we coordinated the entrance of of goods and humanitarian uh, goods into the Gaza Strip. Uh, Donations that come from Israel, that come from all around the world, are entered into Gaza um, by coordination of my unit. Uh, We're talking about hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of uh, trucks that go into the Gaza Strip every day, every day. Yeah. So... How do you feel um, this was really helping the people? Talk a little bit about that, and then I'm going to move to Lital. Okay. Um, it, uh, this, this whole issue of, of goods that go into uh, Gaza is, is a very delicate issue. Mm-hmm. It was very sad to see that the trucks, the hundreds of trucks of goods entering Gaza uh, were seized by Hamas terrorists and then resold to the people. So what the Hamas terrorists did, they, they stole the trucks just after the trucks entered the Gaza Strip. They took everything, and then they sold it on the black market to, to the people. So basically Hamas is making their own people suffer. Instead mm-hmm. of helping their own people, the people of the Gaza Strip, the, the civilians, instead of helping them, they're just making their, their situation worse and basically making them suffer. If I can uh, connect to what yes, a lot is saying... Um, 
Basically, I think that the main, the main uh, issue is, is the fact that the Palestinians are not our enemy. They're not our enemy. They're our neighbors, uh, uh, and we're not fighting them. We're fighting Hamas. We're fighting terrorists. Mm-hmm. We're fighting whoever is trying to, to hurt our civilians. And, uh, and, and as long as we can, we, we, we will enter uh, trucks of good into Gaza because we want the Palestinians to have a better life. And I think that by doing that, by, by, by creating the Palestinians a better life by, by, uh, by, by having their economy uh, be more successful, it, 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 goes, uh, it, it will be a success for both, both sides. Yeah. Very important. I think these are very important clarifications. So where, what is the IDF doing now? Is it doing similar things to what you did when you were there, or has the role changed now? The, the IDF is basically doing uh, uh, the same thing that they do all, all the time. I mean, uh, if, if we're to- talking about the security issues, then the IDF stands guard uh, in front of all the security issues at hand. And in the meantime, there's also humanitarian issues that are dealt with on a daily basis. Also, uh, also around the world. I mean, uh, Israel is always the, the first uh, country to send uh, aid and uh, delegations with uh, doctors and IDF uh, soldiers to to help whenever there is an earthquake. Uh, mm-hmm. For example, we have a whole unit uh, uh, in the IDF that specializes in, in cases like that, in uh, rescuing people from from from. Uh, uh, from extreme situations like that. So Israel is always the first one to, to send uh, a team, whether it's to Haiti or for the earthquake in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in Turkey. Um, so that's also uh, an important aspect of it. All right. How long were you both here in the United States for? We came for, uh, for two weeks. For two weeks. Okay. And will there be um, more meetings and will there be more events that are happening while you're here? Uh, sure. Um, the, our our uh, two-week tour is all around the northeast uh, part. Um, like, uh, like us both, there are other uh, six couples all around the U.S. Uh, talking to campuses, communities, everything from synagogues to churches to high schools. Um, and, and talking to whoever wants to know more about Israel and, and wants to listen. Good. And I want to let people know that, that, that you can log on to facebook.com slash standwithusri or on the website standwithusri at yahoo.com. That's actually the email Correct, if they want to email you, it would be standwithusri at yahoo.com. Is that correct, right. if they have questions? Right, right. Uh, they, they can learn more um, in this uh, local Stand With Us uh, chapter um, Facebook page. Okay, it's facebook.com stand slash standwithusri. All right, before we go, I want to ask both of you kind of a fun question. Latal, what would you like to share with us? What's your message you're here now, and I know you're very passionate about this. What's something you want our listeners to know? Yes. Well, I think that, uh, that the, the most important thing or my positive message is just to look to the future, not to look to the past, not to – you have people on both sides who are uh, intimidated by the other side or, or, or afraid, or, um, and, and I think that the main thing has to be uh, to look Look into the future, and I can tell you, uh, I can share you one story uh, I had from, um, 
from a, a, a presentation we gave uh, uh, in, uh, in UCLA when, uh, when one of the uh, pro-Palestinians uh, students, uh, he was a Palestinian student, he, and he wait, waited for the Q&A session, and he, uh, he started, uh, you know, uh, yelling at us, uh, you're, you're ruining Gaza, and, uh, and what you're doing is bad, and I, and I don't like what you're doing, and this and that, and I, I just waited for him uh, to finish, and I told him, listen, uh, I have friends which I've lost in the army. I know people who got wounded in, in terror attacks. Um, uh, a, a rocket landed 100 meters uh, outside of my dad's backyard in Ashdod. And I'm still standing here and saying that I want peace. What about yes. you? Do you want peace? Yes. And, wow. And, and, you know, and he just uh, he couldn't answer. And I think that that's the, the, the most important message is to... To, to, to understand with yourself that you want a better life for your kids. You want a better life for, for, for yourself and for your family and for your friends. And then you have to look on the future because otherwise uh, this conflict will, will never be solved. Yeah. Beautifully stated, Lital. Ilad, what would you like to share with our listeners or leave with our listeners? Well, I, I, think, I think the main, the main thing that, that I always try to, uh, to, to, to say is that no one's going anywhere. We're going to be here. The, the Palestinian neighbors that we have, they are also going to be here. And we can't keep on fighting for more and more and more. I mean, it's not, it's not going to get us anywhere. Um, I'm, all, I'm very uh, hopeful uh, that maybe someday education will change, and then we'll see bigger change. Uh, we're all waiting for that uh, day to come, uh, for a better future for our kids and for our neighbors' kids. Mm, wonderful. Really, really appreciate you both being on. And I want to let people know that they can log on to facebook.com slash standwithusri or you can write to Lital and Elad at standwithusri at yahoo.com. So, and uh, another question, we have a couple minutes here. Do you need to be Jewish to be in the Israeli Defense Force? Okay, uh, not at all. Uh, in, in the IDF, uh, you have... Uh, Jews that serve, but you also have uh, Druze minorities. That that's uh, one of the big minorities in Israel. You have Arab Christians uh, in the in the army. Uh, you have Christians uh, in the army, just like regular Christians. Uh, you have a lot. I mean, uh, uh, being a Jew is not one of the conditions to serve in the IDF. Not at all. Uh, that's great. And if people want to learn more, if people would like to help or go to Israel, I actually have a friend who went to Israel and she was helping for two or three months. Um, can they also write to you, standwithusri at yahoo.com? Sure, sure. We'd be more than happy to take uh, any questions, any, okay. any, anything that uh, someone wants to, to learn or, or he doesn't know about Israel. Um, IDF or not IDF, whatever you want, uh, we're here at this email. Uh, okay. Wait. And facebook.com slash standwithusri. Lital and Elad, it was wonderful to talk with both of you. I hope I get to meet you while you're here. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. And thank you for sharing your story and and for your efforts to really bring peace to Israel and to the world. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, folks. Okay. Stay tuned, folks. Uh, We'll come up with our next interview right here on voiceamerica.com. I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.